I'm wondering how you're doing today. I, I do hope well. But I have to think also of all the friends we have in Florida and in the Carolinas and what they've gone through. The death toll rises as a result of the recent hurricane. And it looks like the devastation was literally beyond description. And many of these people are going to need help in one form or another. And I think there are possibly some concrete things we can do, but I want us to most definitely be in prayer for them, to, uh, if you have specific friends, to think of them in your prayers by name, and to ask the Lord to make provisions where it appears to be there is no way. Let's, let's pray and let's start there. Father, I would ask in the strong name of Jesus that you'd be with us in this time, that your presence would guide this this short discussion. Lord, it seems in so many ways and in so many places that the earth itself is, if you will, in rebellion, fracturing, or sending a response. And so many people are hurting, and many are dying. Father, we pray for hope. We pray for the stories of your divine intervention. We pray, Lord, that those that right now are in need will find someone, somehow, who reaches out a hand to help. Lord, you are good and all that you do is good. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You know, there's a principle we've talked about before, the principle of seeds, that is so foundational to the movement of the kingdom of God. The principle is that small things done with love can really produce a miraculous harvest. I'm sure I mentioned her in the past, but Teresa of Lisieux, a young woman that dedicated herself to serving God as a nun, had determined that she wanted to do something great for the kingdom, but as she considered her life and her own limitations, she at first grew discouraged that she didn't feel there was anything that she would contribute that would leave a mark. And then she developed this principle that was led to her by the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and that is to do small things with great love. That became known as the little way, the little way, Teresa's little way. Even the smallest things, great, done with deep feeling, done with deep love, can make a huge difference. And, and I know there are times in our lives where we look at a situation and we wonder, how could we ever have a meaningful impact on what is taking place, regardless of what the issue is? And yet we hold to this principle that even the smallest seed planted in love, in the name of Jesus, can end up producing a great harvest. 
It's been years ago <laughs> when I was the executive director of Alliance Theological Seminary in Nyack, New York, a most wonderful tenure that I had in my ministry with the greatest of people, that I had an opportunity to speak at the Christian Missionary Alliance's annual gathering. And at this point, it was in Rochester, New York. And for whatever reason, I remember that the passage of Scripture that I felt compelled to talk about was the story of five loaves and two fish. Uh, we know this story so well. A whole group of people have been listening to Jesus. Suddenly, they're in a rather lonely, abandoned place, and they're growing hungry, and Jesus tells his disciples to feed them. And their response is, we don't have enough money to feed them. There's no way we could get to town and gather that much food to bring back. And they then make this response that all that we have are five loaves, two fish. Oh, my goodness gracious. In the light of thousands of people, that is absolutely nothing. And yet it appears that as tradition would tell us, that there was a lad who presented that to Jesus. And in presenting it to Jesus, all of a sudden, that very, very small, insignificant offering, what was definitely not even close to enough, in the hands of Christ, suddenly became so much more. So much more. And it even talks about the fact that not only did it feed the 5,000, but there was food left over. I wonder if that food was not only physical food, but the feeling among the people of having received something significant, of it being more than enough. Possibly very memorable to them. By the way, it's kind of interesting to me that we know that the tradition of Scripture tells us that a, a small lad gave this up, but we don't know his name. We haven't been able to build monuments to him or name children after him. He's whoever it is that we picture in our mind with a small basket with five small loaves and two fish. And he gave it all to Jesus. You see, sometimes when we don't have a lot or we're facing a situation that seems so far beyond our ability to just comprehend, let alone impact, we need to ask the Lord to help us see what Jesus can do with such things. The difference he can make how he can turn water into wine, and how he can expand five loaves and two fish, our small offering, into something that is more than enough. How, how we contrast that with the story of the rich young ruler? He comes to Jesus and wants to know what it's going to take to get into the kingdom of God. And Jesus lists for him the commandments. 
And he said, all of those I have kept, what more is it that I can do? And Jesus says, go sell what you have. Give to the poor. Then you'll have a treasure. Now, I don't know how a man heard it. Did he hear, go sell something? Did he hear, go sell everything? But the one thing that was clear is his identity was not linked to being a child of God that was here to contribute, to do, if you will, borrowing from St. Teresa of Lisieux, even small things with great love. It appears that his identity was completely linked to his position and his wealth. And he just couldn't do it. Even though Christ himself was inviting him to become one of his followers, to walk the way of Jesus, actually with Jesus, he couldn't do it. And he turned and he left. And it initiated a discussion among Jesus and his disciples that it's hard for people that have placed their identity in what they own or in their position to surrender some of that to serve other people. It's a significant contrast. Somehow he wanted to protect what he had rather than invest what he had. So here we are. We're in another situation. We've been in so many with disasters, shootings, the needs of others. And they become so large in our mind that we wonder if in any way we can make a difference. But the answer is that in Christ we can make a difference. When we are found in Jesus, all of a sudden the smallest of things become some of the greatest. A contribution that seems to be almost not worth mentioning, five loaves and two fish, can make a huge difference in people's lives. I think of also what Jesus, our Lord, said about the first being last, the last being first. He's talking about the fact that this is an upside-down kingdom and that some of the things we celebrate, the people that have great fame, great power, great wealth, may in fact not be those that are celebrated in the broader view of the kingdom of God. It will instead be lads with five loaves and two fish and an unwelcome woman who washes the feet of Jesus. It'll be an elderly woman that puts in the last might that she has. And, and these individuals become celebrated as servants of the kingdom of God. Who knows what you may think is the last thing that could make a difference in someone's life could become, if you will, one of the first things. You know, it was just 
I don't know, three weeks ago that uh, I had my birthday and I turned 70 years old. Um, and my wife surprised me by having a small group of people. Well, not a small, she contacted probably a hundred folks and had them send me a birthday card. And what was amazing about that is that when these small envelopes came, they, they held within them such riches of encouragement, little notes, a small little knitted prayer cloth that someone sent me, bookmarks, and more, much, much more. And something occurred in me, and right here I have all of these cards, probably 50 of them, right to my left. And I'm going to read them yet again, because these small acts of love had a great impact on me. Which brings us full circle back to this situation, that it's one of the principles of the kingdom of God. Don't hesitate to do something because you think it is small. But if done with love, if done in response to what Jesus has done for us, only eternity will tell us the great impact that it has had. Would you prayerfully think about a way today in which you might do that? God bless you. 